Hello, this is Not Your Ordinary Spurs Podcast, and I'm Becca G. This is a podcast by Spurs fan for Spurs fans. Welcome. Today, we are going to talk about Keldon Johnson. Sources for today, really just Wikipedia and watching him play. So what is there to know about number three, Keldon Johnson? He is six foot six, grew up in Virginia, played ball in college in Kentucky. He was drafted to the Spurs in 2019. He played for Team USA Olympics in Tokyo in 2021. He has a brother called Caleb who plays for the G League Austin Spurs. So another basketball family, that's always cool. Honestly, I didn't find a whole lot online about who Keldon Johnson is, what kind of person he is, Um, but I actually really appreciate that. I think there's um, a lot to be said about people who are more private than people who sort of advertise everything about their lives. Um, So I started to think about, for this episode, why do I love to watch Keldon Johnson play? Last year, during the preseason, not this season, but the one before, I read a lot of articles about him, and he said he wanted to be a leader on the team, and he wanted to develop his leadership skills. And ever since then, I've looked for it, and I can see it. Even between last season and this season, I see how he talks to the players on the court. Even if he's on the bench and hollering at them from the bench, I see how he confers with Pop on the sidelines. I think he might go into coaching after he's done playing. I mean, hopefully that's going to be in a long, long time. But there are some crucial leadership skills that he seems to already possess, such as emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and integrity. Another thing I love about watching him is this sort of primal war cry he has after an especially good play. It's borderline feral. It reminds me of when I learned that sports were invented to mimic battle so that soldiers didn't have to get ready for war, they stayed ready. I think this was like, I don't know, maybe somewhere around like 7,000 BCE. Um... If that's something that's interesting to you, please look that up. But it's his battle cry. And on a personal note, I run every day. There are a lot of days I'm really into it and I finish one run and I'm looking forward to the next day's run. And there are days where I don't feel like doing it. Sometimes when I'm running hard or fast or running through a lot of pain or running through a lot of fatigue, I channel my inner Keldon Johnson and let out a war cry just like his. <laughs> and outside of my daily run, I walk my dogs three times per day. And that is to say that my neighbors recognize me and they must think that I'm crazy and they aren't wrong. <laughs> anyway, Keldon Johnson is also a clutch player. When the Spurs win, he has a big part in it. For example, when we won against the Arizona Suns on October 31st, we won by one point at the very end of the game. And it was because 
Keldon Johnson basically took the ball from Kevin Durant and he just said, I'll take that, thank you very much, and scored the winning basket. When they don't win, he's the one pushing for the grit to play like we're going to win anyway. When he's on the court, no matter how many points down they are, he stays calm and powerful. On the subject of wins and losses, I would like to remind you of what Pop said when he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame earlier this year. And think about this the next time you get frustrated with the Spurs losing a lot and ask yourself, like, really, why do you watch them? Because if you follow your teams in any sport solely for the wins, you're going to spend a lot of time disappointed and upset. What he said that night was, My final message is this. Wins and losses are all crap. Highs and lows are all crap. It's illusory. It doesn't really exist. What exists is seeing these guys and their kids, those relationships with your assistant coaches, colleagues, friends, because that's what you take with you as you move along. All those wins and losses fade away. Those relationships stick with you forever. End quote. All those wins and losses fade away. I mean, that's what Not Your Ordinary Spurs podcast is really about. And it really is amazing how much grit our players have. Our team hasn't won a lot of games. Every time they take the court, the other team is favored to win, but there they are, day in and day out, fighting for their lives. And when the other Spurs players get tired and maybe want to quietly lose, Keldon Johnson is there to remind them of who they are and light the fire underneath them. Andrew Huberman, if you don't know him, he's a neuroscientist and researcher out of Stanford. He was speaking on his podcast about the anterior mid-cingulate cortex, that's the AMCC. It's the part of the brain that researchers think may be the hub for tenacity, grit, perseverance, whatever you want to call it. You can trigger this part of the brain or activate it by doing things you don't want to do. Like a muscle, you can grow it. If you love running or weightlifting, simply doing a hard workout is not going to develop or trigger this part of the brain. But by doing things that Huberman calls microsucks or macrosucks, these are not scientific terms, you can grow your tenacity muscle, so to speak. Microsucks would be little things that you don't want to do, and macrosucks are bigger things that you don't want to do. So maybe doing that last part of your workout that you really want to bail on might be considered something to activate this. Or doing your taxes, which is coming up soon. For me, it's cleaning my bathrooms, and I clean my bathrooms every Tuesday. It's borderline muscle memory at this point after all these years of cleaning my bathrooms every Tuesday. But still, every Tuesday morning when I'm having my morning coffee and writing out my to-do list on post-it notes, I have to psych myself up to tackle the bathrooms. And you know, they get cleaned once a week, so they aren't super disgusting or anything. I just really, really hate doing it. So for me, cleaning my bathrooms is kind of a macro suck. (laughs) But it's not just doing hard things that's going to activate that AMCC. It's doing the things that we resist doing. There may even be a connection with this part of the brain and having the will to live. 
That would be an exciting area for research on MDD. If you know, you know. If you don't, it's major depressive disorder. If all that interests you, I encourage you to do your own research about the anterior mid-cingulate cortex and make sure to check your websites that they're coming from reliable sources. But I bet that basketball players have a lot of practice, and I guess maybe any professional athlete has a lot of practice in like doing things that they don't want to do. They have to do so many workouts, so many practices, and you know they're not feeling up to it every day. All right, let's settle down and meditate on being resilient, like Keldon Johnson. Find a comfortable seat or lay down. Close your eyes if you can. Please don't if you're driving. Inhale through the nose. Fill the lungs. Exhale through the nose, let it all out. Again, inhale through the nose, nice and slow. Exhale through the nose, feel your lungs empty out like untied balloons. And continue breathing these nice, slow, measured breaths through the nose. In your mind's eye, picture the basketball court. The fans in the stands are cheering. The sneakers are squeaking across the floor. The Spurs are down by 18 points at the end of the third. The media has been talking all day about how they will lose this game. Maybe you're suited up in a jersey playing right along with the Spurs and it seems hopeless. The ref blows the whistle and Keldon Johnson goes to the free throw line. You have a minute to take a beat. Take a breath. Inhale. And exhale. Center yourself in this moment. Look at Keldon Johnson, how he shoots the free throws with such confidence and sinks both of them. Now you are down only by 16. There's a chance you might make a comeback. If Keldon Johnson can handle himself like he will still win the game down to the very last buzzer, then you can too. Bring to mind a moment in your life when you stayed calm and powerful against the odds. Think of something that seemed so impossible to do, to finish, to accomplish, but you stayed the course and you did it. Think about the strength you had to do that. Notice how you intuitively knew what to do. Take a moment to appreciate yourself and your ability to handle hard things.
Think of something on your to-do list that you have been procrastinating. Maybe it's hard because it's an unpleasant task, like cleaning your bathroom or doing your taxes. Maybe it's hard because it will take a lot of time and effort to complete, like training for a marathon or remodeling your house. In your mind's eye, picture yourself doing that task. Imagine that satisfaction when you've completed it. Cleaning a bathroom is no fun, but having a clean bathroom is very satisfying. Doing your taxes is no fun, but now look at how easily you carry yourself without having to do your taxes looming over your head. It feels good to do hard things. Now imagine you are trying to do those hard things, but obstacles keep getting in the way. Finally, you've decided to look for a new job and you sit down to work on your resume, but the baby keeps crying. In your mind's eye, as you address those difficulties, stay calm and powerful. You've got this. You can overcome any obstacle that gets thrown at you. You can go to battle against any team that is more likely to win. You can stand up against the odds and get the work done. Whatever you face today, remember that it is neither good or bad. It just is what it is. Notice it with an attitude of kindness. Kindness for yourself, for others, and towards your circumstances. Take this affirmation with you for the rest of your day. When challenges arise, I stay anchored in hope. Or try my mantra, I can do hard things. When challenges arise, I stay anchored in hope. I can do hard things. Let's take one last breath together through the nose. Inhale. And exhale. Until next time.